Hey, beautiful people. My name is Natalie Lee Martin, and I'm the mom CEO coach, and I'm here with my co-host, Lori Keaton. Hey, everybody. How you doing? The six-figure COO. And we're launching this mom CEO podcast for the very first time. So welcome, everybody, to our very first episode. We are super excited because we have been venturing into this entrepreneurship space as mothers, as CEOs, and we have learned so much along the journey Mm -hmm. that we decided to open this platform up for other moms to share their stories as well as we share ours. So welcome to our very first episode. Yes. So excited. So excited. Listen, this is a jump for us. Like, well, for me, I had a podcast before, but I never had like a co-host. And I love working with you, Lori. I call her my business bestie. We have been on this journey together, both moms, both, you know, venture into something totally new. And to have somebody with me along that journey from start to now where we are right now has been amazing. Yeah. So, Lori, tell the people about you. What, what does the six-figure COO do? What does that even mean? The six-figure COO, I help entrepreneurs and corporate executives implement systems and automations to help them uh, um, attain and sustain six figures. So if you are a business owner, I'm the person that will come in, help you put your systems in place to make sure that they run efficiently and that your team is um, operating at its maximum uh, capacity. And we just have fun while we're doing it. So I'm excited. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. You Yay. know that you have been one of my motivators throughout this whole year that we have since we launched. And it mm-hmm. has been highs. We've had highs and lows. And so yeah. I'm excited to be here. So thank you for yeah, girl. And we're doing it together. So it's not no yes. happening. It's we doing this 50-50. You know what I mean? You going to ask questions too when we have our <laughs> guests and all that stuff. So yes. um, I love in your I help statement. That is I really help. cool. Oh, yes. Yes. I have to. You know when you, you have to have your 30-second pitch down. Mm-hmm. You have to sell yourself in those little moments that you interact with people. So... Thank you for helping me in crafting that. <laughs> Kudos to the mom CEO coach for helping us sister out. So yes, and I had help crafting my own because I help um, corporate moms venture into entrepreneurship. It's actually let me get it right. Make sure I, I say my clubhouse pitch early. <laughs> Hi, my name is Natalie Lee Martin and I'm the mom CEO coach. I have five amazing kids and I coach moms out of corporate and into entrepreneurship. So if you're ready to make that leap, call me, DM me, hit me up on the back channel. That's what we say in clubhouse. Hit me up on the back channel. <laughs> Listen, my clubhouse pitch is not that perky yet, but I'm going to get there. <laughs> I'm still trying to make it flow seamlessly, but yes, I'll get it nice and perky. Yeah, one day we'll get there. But you you know, you gotten so much better. As a systems person, I see you coming out your shell and you're now like, so we joke on the back end, y'all. Like I'm the people person and Lori's the um the systems person. She deals with all the paperwork and I deal with all the people. And so we joke with each other. Like when it comes to paperwork, 
I don't want to do it. I don't want to do anything administrative. I'll be sitting there like, it's been 45 <laughs> days, Lori. I still can't figure it out. <laughs> That's so funny. But you know what? It works because we know where our strengths lie. And then yes. even in our weaknesses, we're still mm -hmm. able to encourage each other to, even if we don't like it, to still try it. And, mm -hmm. you know, just don't close it down altogether because, you know, this is not my thing. Mm -hmm. Talking in front of the camera, going live. And so I'm venturing out into this new territory. And although it's not my favorite thing to do, I know that it's necessary to grow and to yeah. um, help with my business and things like that. So we we all have things that we hate and we all have things that we love. So I'm it's just part right. of being an entrepreneur. Yes, yes. And just finding those um people that can help you along the alongside of you when you have those weaknesses mm -hmm. when you know okay this is not really my favorite thing to do yeah. let me partner with somebody to help me along the way they might do it for you or they might show you how to do it efficiently mm -hmm. but knowing that you are not alone on this journey helps no. so so much yeah. so um two things i want to talk about today the first one is um because you talked a little bit about selling yourself and how we really don't like to sell ourselves and our sales pitch mm -hmm. like how have you um like refined or crafted your message or your approach where you no longer feel afraid to sell your services um that was a deep question for the first time. It episode. was. You know, I thought we were starting off light. I know, I know. Jeez, let me, I get, get, myself, let me get myself ready for these um, deep questions. <laughs> um, well, honestly, I really feel like I'm still fine-tuning my story, especially mm -hmm. because I'm in transition right now. But in the beginning, when I started the collab, it was, my message was collaborating, not just with business owners, but mm -hmm. also with other contractors and other um, people that have strengths that I don't necessarily have. So it was about mm -hmm. collaborating with the, li the life coaches, which was you, and then graphic designers, website designers. So we could be a one-stop shop mm -hmm. for small business owners and entrepreneurs. And so my original message was collaboration. Let's just work together to achieve our goals, to build a legacy. And um, people really responded to that, I guess, because we were very, um, we had basically every service that a person, a small business owner could want. If you needed a virtual assistant, we had that. If you needed editing or help with um, writing books or writing whatever, we had that as well. So I yeah. think people gravitated toward our message of collaboration because we had the type of services that they needed. And so, um, yeah, I think over the years, now that I'm transitioning into this new phase, I think my story might change, but it remains the same because I still collaborate with people. It's mm -hmm. just in a different way so um the collaboration will still be there but the message is going to change slightly so that's something that i'm working on now and i know for you you're you had a slight transition as well slight i feel like it's been roller coaster <laughs> yes oh so God. how would you describe your um how would you describe your transition so it's been crazy i started off as 
the life coach. And then I was like, okay, people kept saying niche down, niche down. And then I was just like, I'm all about legacy. I want to leave something for my kids. I want to be able to live beyond the day that I die. I talk a lot about that and um, impact. And um, I was just like, okay, I want to become a legacy coach. But that really didn't resonate with people because they're like, what does that, you know, what does that mean? And even if after I explained it, it was just like, "Mm, no, I just want to make 5k or I just want to, you know, change the things that I'm doing today so I can have, um, you know, something different tomorrow. Or I just want to get through my past trauma and hurt so I can, you know, function better in the workplace or in different arenas, but it was just not resonating. So, I went and got some coaching, some professional coaching from people that, you know, knew way more than me. And um, one session with my coach and she was just like, this legacy coach thing is not working. She was like, I, you are a powerhouse. You come into the, you know, clubhouse rooms and you are doing so awesome. But when you start with that legacy coach, people just get lost and they're like, okay, whatever. I'll sit in and listen to her all the time, but she doesn't have anything to offer me. And so she was just like, um, you're a mother of five. Why don't you always, why don't you talk about that more? And I'm like, yeah, you know, in the beginning I wanted to serve moms and that was my mission statement. And, um, you know, it just inspired moms to be better so that they can have a legacy. So everything was like pointing towards legacy, but I didn't look at, you know, who was drawn to me, mm-hmm. young women, moms, people, moms that wanted to start businesses, moms that wanted to make an impact. And she was just like, I'm just hearing the mom CEO coach. And I was just like, that's so different. It's different, but it works. So it definitely works. Immediately when you told me about that, I was like, that's you. I know. That's you (laughs) Oh my gosh. This is perfect. It was the perfect, perfect, perfect brand for you. The perfect name and title that describes you because you really did even for even before you started you launched your business you always Mm -hmm. had a connection with families yeah mothers and you always wanted to help families all together but specifically women you always had a desire to help women so that fits you 100 percent oh thank you look i was so nervous i came to y'all like um, this is what she said, but and you know what it was? I didn't want to exclude anybody. I want to help right. everyone. Mm-hmm. And so when she said mom CEOs, I'm like, but there's moms who are in corporate that I love. And there, there's moms who are homemakers that I love. And there's moms that, you know, have doggy moms that I love. Like, why would you exclude me <laughs> from all of that? And she was just like, you trying to cash your nets far and wide and you ain't catching nothing. Mm. And I said, okay. All she right. Said, You're not catching anything. Not a thing. But you know what? The funny thing is that even though I want to work with um, corporate executives and entrepreneurs, I can't mm-hmm. work with every entrepreneur, you know, because mm-hmm. I have to work with my target audience is um, are those who make six figures or above because mm-hmm. number one, um, People, entrepreneurs that are just starting our startups, they don't really have the funding to sell it. Um, the funding to pay for the services that they want, mm-hmm. and so even though when I started out, I was like, "Hey, I want to start out with entrepreneurs and small business owners." 
emerging entrepreneurs, they were like, you're not in my price bracket. <laughs> I, you can't fit in my budget. So I'm just like, okay, so other than going to like Upwork or Fiverr or something and selling my services for $2, mm-hmm. how else can I uh, get clientele and grow my business? So I had to switch my target audience or mm-hmm. narrow it down, as you said, narrow down my target audience from any entrepreneur mm-hmm. to six-figure entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Um, as my target audience. Now, does that mean I'm going to just forget about an entrepreneur that's just starting their business? No, but I do have a package for emerging entrepreneurs that is more budget friendly and um, and offers services to them. So mm-hmm. it's um, it's not really like I'm leaving anybody out, but I had to learn how to tailor my services to the audience that yes. I'm trying to attract. Yep. And the people that you would get the most um, producti- productivity or the most, uh, I don't even know the word, but just like they would get the most value for what you have. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. They would get, because you know, when you go to a target audience that, or say you, um, in specific, specifically, Lord, help me get the words right. Mm-hmm. If you go below your target audience or to somebody else, they may not be able to afford it, or they may not value what you have to bring to the table. And that's right. what had to learn the hard way that Mm -hmm. everybody does not value what you have. And Mm -hmm. so you really have to niche down and look at the people. Those are, you know, your target audience, as they would say, the people that value what you have to bring to the table. Right. And that's what it is. It's just like, it's not just about making money, but it's Mm -hmm. about the impact, making the most impact on people that you can. Because some people will look at what we have to offer and say, nah, not for me. And that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. We have to be uncomfortable with that, right? Listen, I'm not here to you know convince you that what I right. have is enough. I'm here to see if you are a match for what I have. And that's what and I you know to. what? I think sometimes we think like we have to sell it to be like, oh, you need this, you need this, you mm-hmm. need well, really you need me. <laughs> you need what I have. For people in my market, you know, if you're struggling, if you don't like the systems, if you don't like organizing, if you don't like doing the paperwork, then you need assistance. Yes. So it's either you take it and you get the assistance or you don't, or mm-hmm. you can go find it somewhere else, but whatever flows your boat, that's fine. That's right. I, mm-hmm. I have to do the same thing too. Like, look, this is what I have to offer. If you want to be a mom that can have, you know, a, a thriving business and a happy, wonderful life with your family, Holla at me. If not, yes. don't come. It's okay. You can still struggle. I'll be here. <laughs> now you can still struggle. We I we have the solutions. I firmly believe and yes. I really retrain my mind to think that I have the solution. We have the solution to your problem. Mm-hmm. We can alleviate these pain points. And as yes. an when you're moving into these um, spaces and when you're trying to attract these people, you have to have that mindset. I am the solution. I am the solution. I have it within me. And if you have the problem that I can solve, let's connect. Yeah. You may not have you know what. Go ahead. Finish what you were no, saying. No, no, no. Go ahead. You said I am the solution, but I think my my phrase is I am freedom. And so yes. what I do is that. If you get into that, 
You yes, <laughs> I am. I am freedom. You can find you can however you want to whatever that freedom vision that you have for yourself. That's what it is that I bring. So if you want to make six figures, let's get these systems in place. Let's do what we have to do to make sure that your business is running and you're attracting the right people. Mm -hmm. Awesome. If you want to have more time with your family, come on, let's work this out. Let's work with your mm -hmm. schedule. Let's take yes. some things off your plate. Yeah. Do that. So, you know, it all depends on your perspective. You can either, and I've, I say this all the time, you can either look at the dollar amount or you can look at what you're getting from Ooh. investing this money in certain places. So it's either you want the investment or you just want to keep going where you're going, doing what you're doing and experiencing what you're experiencing. Listen, a year ago, if you had said that to me, it would have just rolled off, you know, like, yeah. No, you know, water off a duck's back eh. because I did not value my money and looked at it as an investment. I looked at it as something that had to be attained and spent on the luxuries that I want to have instead of an investment. And my coach said to me the other day, she said, Natalie, money only leaves your pockets. It never leaves your life. It is so to try to find its way to come back to you, but it's multiplying as it leaves your hand and mm. or your pockets. And I'm like, yo, why did I? Like I why don't I have that mindset? I'm still having this, you know, pieces of this poverty mindset that I have to keep stripping away because I'm constantly being challenged as far as my thoughts and my feelings yes. attachment to money mm -hmm. and money is really the lowest form of prosperity that we can ever aspire to there's so much greater money can't buy you know good health nobody no. in the hospital with covid and said hey heal me <laughs> not at all it's not happening. So, man, mm -hmm. this is a good, rich discussion. Yes, yes. Listen, so, as you were, let me ask you this: as you mm -hmm. were um, transitioning from, what did you start off as? Um, I started off as was it a life coach? Oh, life coach yeah. to legacy coach life to mom coach. CEO mm -hmm. coach. How did you deal with the emotional, mental, um? stress of the transitions because I'm in transition and I tell you all the time, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't have any answers, but it's then it's stressful because you're still trying to manage your business mm -hmm. and transition at the same time. So how did you deal with the mental um, side of transitioning while being a mom and while being a CEO. Oh my gosh, that's good. Now that's funny that you um bring that up because this morning I was reading a devotional from my mm, book. She is legend. Why did I pause there? I'm trying to remember my own, the name of my own book. But yeah. um, every so often I go back and I reread the devotional that I wrote that launched last year in July. Listen, it's only been a year since it's launched. Come on, Jesus. Oh. And every quarter I go back and I, I go through and it's a 30 day. So I started my first day today and it talked about the waiting. And it talked mm -hmm. about the season in which Abraham had to wait from the time God had promised him something until he received the promise. And it was in that waiting period that Ishmael was birthed. Mm. And Ishmael became intolerable to the point where um, Abraham had to send him away and his mama away. 
Yeah. How much he was taunting, you know, Isaac, who was the son of the promise. And as I was going through that devotional, God was saying, you know, in the waiting period, you learn to trust me, but mm -hmm. I also learned to trust you. Mm -hmm. And I like, but I knew it wasn't the same. The way that he said it was not the same. Like my trust for God is not equal to his trust for me. Mm -hmm. That he trusts me. He already knows the decisions that I'm going to make. He already knows what's going on. But he says in that period, you're becoming a trustworthy person so that every time I give you more responsibility, you can handle it. Mm -hmm. And during the transitions, I'm starting to realize it's a period of me growing mm -hmm. that I have to grow through that transitional period so that when I get to the next level, I'm better equipped to handle it. So mm -hmm. although the transitions was hard, although it was difficult, although I had to let people go, let things go, let go of who I used to be. Mm. Yeah, girl, that was a big one. That that's big, yes. Letting go of who you used to be. Okay, I continue. Not, I'm not even gonna go down there because I, I already know. Like I used to not know a lot about business when I first yeah. came. You know what I mean? I didn't know about a target audience. I didn't know about a niche. I didn't know about you know creating a Facebook group, doing challenges. I didn't know that, but I can't say that I don't know it anymore. I've mm -hmm. been exposed to it for too long for me to keep saying I don't know. That's a lie. Mm -hmm. I do know something about it. I can walk in there confident, but it was because of all the things that I went through in the transition. It was because yes. of the failure. It was because people tried to rob me. It was because things didn't go out on time. It was because, you know what I mean? Like it was because of all of that, what that happened within the transition, who I was, my identity. That's the one thing God kept saying, your identity has to remain the same. It has to remain connected to me. And even though you're growing, like your identity is just who you are, who God calls you to be, period. Mm -hmm. And you have to grow and evolve into the person that God is calling you to be. So he has the standard here and you're evolving and growing into that standard. And it's through the transition, through the test, through the trials that God is saying, okay, yeah, now level up, now level up, now mm -hmm. level up. Yeah. So, it was hard, but I had a I had a picture of who I was to become, and I just kept focusing on that picture and gravitating mm. towards that picture. Life work. So, Lori, you have been really talking about this new devotional that you've been reading on the Bible plan. And I want you to explain it to everyone because I want to hear what the life word is that you have for yourself. And I want to share mine afterwards. You have one? I, I, do. I, do. I, do. I do. I do. I know what it is. I think I know what it is, but I'm just going to wait until okay. you say it. All right. Wait. Let me write it down because if you're right. If I'm right, I want to show you because that means Jesus was talking to me. If I'm wrong, that just means that I was in my feelings. <laughs> He's so silly. No, don't do that. <laughs> okay. <hurt. laughs> just writing it down. Okay. So during this transition, I have been um, really like rebranding the company and just thinking about how I want people to engage with me as a person and as my company. And two mm -hmm. words always resonated with me, which was legacy and freedom. And so um, I just had to find out what freedom looked like, how I could convey mm -hmm. that message when people visit my website or when people um, speak to me through my emails, through my 
IG, just everything. Yes, like, how does yes. it convey freedom and legacy? And so um, it's been like a journey. But now that I have an idea of what freedom looks like, I still had the struggle of what I wanted to, um, if I wanted to rename the business or if I wanted to keep everything as it is. Mm-hmm. And so earlier this week, I had a new name drop into my spirit, which I was so excited about. I looked for it. I made sure it was um, available for the domain name, everything. And so everything was going good. And then I sent it to Natalie and Natalie was like, hmm, I'm biased. biased. I, don't yeah. I don't know. And then I was just like, okay, let me get another opinion. Cause you know, some people, <laughs> I am biased. <laughs> let me get another opinion. And so I sent it to a couple of people and they didn't respond at all. So now I'm just like, okay, Jesus, am I hearing you right? I don't really know. What should I do? And so yesterday I just went and, um, and I, I was praying. And then I said, um, let me go into the Bible plan and look for a plan on legacy. And I was, I was talking to myself battling because I was like, I've looked before there wasn't really anything that caught my eye Mm -hmm. and why am I doing this again? But I just felt follow Holy spirit. And then I came across this plan called life word discover like how to impact your legacy or something like that mm-hmm. and so um i was like oh well, this seems interesting let me see what this is about and so that bible plan literally is only four days and i read all four days at one time wow. because it was so good and it kind of just like confirmed what i felt in my spirit mm-hmm. um, so basically they were um the Bible plan talks about how you have this word, this one word that defines your life and it gives you mission. It gives you purpose and it drives you to fulfill your legacy. And so they were saying how your life word, it, it impacts every area of your life, financial, spiritual, mental, um, emotionally, Mm -hmm. um, you know, in every area. And so they were saying how this one word can kind of like just drive you and motivate you. Mm-hmm. And so they told stories of how they found their life word. And then it just dropped in my spirit and, and it said, freedom is your life word. And because oh. freedom is your life word, it gives other people the ability to build their legacy, not just for me, mm. but also for mm. others. So I had to break it down. I was drawing like a little, you know, what are those things called in math where you have the, the one word and then you have the prime tree, the prime tree. tree. Oh yeah, tree diagram. <laughs> I was on a tree diagram in my journal. And so I started with freedom and from freedom and my, my business, from the administrative side, I give people freedom to mm-hmm. build their business, to focus, to be creative, to um, spend more time with their family. They get freedom that way. In my spiritual life, I'm free in Christ. Thank you, Jesus. But then I also, um, prayer is one of my gifts. And they talk about mm-hmm. how your gifts um, combined with your um, life word brings more meaning. And so one of my gifts spiritually is prayer. I'm so passionate about prayer. I love prayer. Mm-hmm. And so in prayer, Holy Spirit was like, you bring freedom to people spiritually through prayer, mm-hmm. through Come the loss, deliverance, um, setting captives free, you know, cat, um, taking down the kingdom of darkness and things like that. So he's like, freedom comes that way. You want to own 30 acres of land. That's one of my 
visions that I have for my family. That's something that I want to leave to my kids. And that brings financial freedom, right? So every goal that I have is connected to freedom because it's going to release something, Mm -hmm. release freedom into the lives of others and then build a legacy. So I was so excited. I was like, that is why it resonates. Those two words just resonate with me so much and why I'm, I'm learning, not just I'm learning, but like, I love the new name of the business. It's just, I'm still trying to figure out, you know, all the technical stuff, logo word and all that other stuff. But now I'm able to, because before if people asked me what the name meant, I was just like, I don't know. I wouldn't really know how to explain Mm -hmm. it. But now that I know my life word and how it's connected Mm -hmm. to legacy, I'm Mm -hmm. able to explain why you know my business is called yeah. this or the story behind it and so what i'm doing right now is it dropped in my spirit to write a story and it's it's not really a story but it's going to be um on my website and it's going to be the message of have a blog yeah mm-hmm. i don't know if it's going to be a blog but it's just going <laughs> to okay okay my ceo i'm not going to and it's going on your website it's a blog <laughs> every listen every time she tells me that i'm going to do something i'm just like mm. I don't really know about that. She's just like, come on, sis. We're going to do a mastermind. And I'm like, mm, I don't really know. Come on, sis. We're going to do a podcast. Mm, I don't know. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Mastermind podcast going live. So I'm not even going to fight it no more. I'm just going to be like, okay. I'm going to listen to whatever she says. Okay. Because me going, mm, two months later, I'm right. end up doing it. Look at you here. So. So, um, so I'm really excited about that. And um, it just helped me confirm what I felt in my spirit. And mm-hmm. so when I, whenever the Holy Spirit gives me the, um, the message for freedom or the story of freedom, that's going to be something that I put on my website as like a background yes. for why this is birthed in my spirit and stuff like that. So it's definitely, like you said, a journey. Mm-hmm. I'm growing. I'm being stretched in ways unimaginable mm-hmm. because every day I'm waking up and I'm just like, I don't know what to do. I don't know if I'm making the right move. But thank goodness I've been listening to that message, Crazy Faith, because it's been helping me on my journey, especially yeah. lately, yeah. and helping me increase my faith and just trust and believe that, hey, got to work it out either way, because he knows that I'm sincerely coming to him sincerely want to do what he wants me to do so i know he'll direct my path but i am so interested in learning what (laughs) your word is tell me what it is so my word is i thought it was inspire i thought it was empower but my word is actually vision (gasps) i got it wrong (laughs) okay so tell me what what did you put i put empower no, it's vision. And so okay. I empower people through giving them a vision. So a while, like a, a few years ago, God told me in my prayer time that the words that I speak is going to create a frame for a picture that people mm. are going to put into um, that frame. So even thinking about it, like I named my signature program, the mom CEO blueprint. Mm-hmm. And the blueprint is literally a vision of what it's supposed to look like when you build the yes, thing. Yes, yes. 
And so like I went back into my childhood as you know, I was reading the Bible plan and I was like, what is it that's prevalent throughout my life? I always had a vision of a, the future. So mm. when I was a child, I would be like, I hated my childhood, but it fueled me to say, when my children get here, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to create a vision for my children before they get here. So I remember even being five, six, seven years old thinking, I'm going to have my kids eat dinner together. I would mm. watch different TV shows and say, ooh, I'm going to implement that. The Cosbys had this um, episode where they were doing like court in their house. And I remember doing that with my son. You remember when Xavier did that little thing and we did court? And so God is like, you've been piecing together your vision of the future for such a long time. Mm. And it's I've always had dreams. I'm, I'm, I'm the prophet that I see things. And I, yesterday I was like, I'm a seer. Like that came into my spirit. Like you are a seer. You are a seer. You see visions. And I can tell you, like I close my eyes and I can see the future now. So mm -hmm. When when vision came, I was like, yeah, that's that's me. Oh snap, vision. Ain't vision the one with the eye in the um he's the superhero. Let's mm -hmm. go, vision. So <laughs> what did, tell me what I love it. I love vision. Tell me what tell me what you think about the Bible plan. Like, do you feel like it helped you put pieces together that you were you weren't even thinking about before because that's how i felt i felt like i was like man i didn't even think about this and connecting the dots there so did you feel like oh man it like clicked something or something like turned on for you where it was just like i didn't even think about this in this it's life like, yeah it's kind of like narrowing my focus where now mm -hmm. um you know how when you have a light and and you shine a light but it just Okay, illuminates things, but now the light is so la laser focused that now I can cut things. Mm. And you know what I mean? Create like it just it just laser sharp focus high so purpose. That's true. So I'm all about creating a vision of the future for people. That's why I'm so hell bent on this legacy thing. This is why I'm always talking about, you know, um, closing your eyes, seeing what you don't see. Mm -hmm. I always say that I'm like, you got to close your eyes and see what you don't see. You have to see yourself being the person that yes. you become before you even see it. Mm -hmm. And that's where all the dreams, like I always have dreams of the future, of things happening in the future. And so... Um, yeah, it just targeted everything. Like when I'm teaching, I'm teaching yes. about a place that you don't see yet. I'm mm. trying to get you to a place that you don't see, but through my perspective, through mm. my eyes, you're going to be able to now see it. So they don't have the picture yet, but I'm giving them the frame. I'm like, these are the boundaries. Do whatever you want within it. Natalie, so. you said so much. Girl, you tell me to do the Bible plan. And listen, when I always tell Lori this, when the prophet speaks, I answer. I know, because I know God so well that I'm telling you, even a dog could come and tell me something. And if it's from God, I'm like, yes, it's from God. That's how close I am. So when Lori says certain things, I'd be like, she said the Bible plan. I'm in the car getting on the Bible plan while she's talking about the Bible plan. I'm done. <laughs> Listen, two things you said. And the first thing was it gives you narrow, is it narrows your focus. It's like you have pinpoint vision. Mm -hmm. And I remember something that you said in the mastermind um last week. You said 
that you have to connect with people that align with your vision. So mm -hmm. now that I'm thinking about it, now that I know what my mm -hmm. life work is, yeah. I know who I can and connect to because if it doesn't line up with that message of freedom to help people build their legacies, then I, I can't engage with you because that is not where my focus is right now, like, right? So I can connect with other people and be, you know, like network and all that other stuff. But when it comes down to doing work, yes. like I could only connect with something with certain people. And then I think you and I connect so well because we have the same vision in the mm -hmm. end. Like we're we're so, as my shirt says, motivated by legacy. legacy. Like we are ready to do this. And mm -hmm. we're just like focused on it. Like there's nothing that's going to break our focus from nope. this thing. And what you said about vision, oh, I can see that. That is the perfect word for you. Hey, come on, Jesus. You got even when you were just talking about that and what I just said, I said, and you said, I see it before they see it. Mm -hmm. And I was just thinking about you and I because you said that I would be doing the mastermind before yes! I saw it. You yes. said that I would be doing the podcast before yes. I saw it. So you were speaking. Oh, come on, Jesus. Come you on, were Jesus. speaking about stuff and you were seeing stuff before I even saw it for myself. So that even confirms what you just said about your life word being vision because you literally saw mm -hmm. all this stuff. And so I'm about to shoot, I'm about to respond the way you respond. Now you say something, I'll be like, yes, ma'am, because yes. you see it. I know six figures next year. Okay, yes, ma'am. Yes. Because before I was like six figures. Yes, I just don't know how I'm gonna get there. But now <laughs> it's gonna be six figures. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> because you saw it. But man, that is so amazing. I gotta get. I don't even have the the Bible plan left on my phone. But if you guys have ever, if you ever, let me see if I can find it real quick. Yeah, I'm about to say, let me see if I can find it because it's really good. We definitely need to shout um this Bible plan out because it just and it's not an overly emotional plan. I was expecting it to be like, oh, I'm gonna be crying. It's just really like to the point. To the point. To the point. One, two, three. Question, question, question. One, two, three. Examine yourself. It's called life word. Discover your one word to leave a legacy. Mm-hmm. That, that I had to get this book. I bought it yesterday. As soon as I got this, I was like, I need to learn more. I need to dig into this. I need to convey this. I need to <laughs> yes. get this to my kids. Yes. So the book is coming tomorrow, which I'm really excited about. But just that one little um, Bible plan just like <laughs> opened up so much. So I was just like, if the Bible plan changing my life like Listen. this, imagine what the book will do. You know what I mean? It was amazing. I was like, thank you, Jesus, for showing me this Bible plan. Yeah, thank you, God, for supporting this Bible plan. Because listen, my whole life changed. I have I say that all the time because my life just be changing over and over every day. My every whole day, life. my whole life changed. My whole life, not whole just a little life. bit. <laughs> that was amazing. So I loved it. I love that, and I just love how he just brings the pieces yes, together. together. And even when you're not sure of yourself, when I'm not sure of myself, he's always there, like. It's going to be okay. You're going in the right direction, you know? So yeah. I don't know how, and this is just a plug to Jesus. 
I don't know how people are entrepreneurs or mothers, as a matter of fact, without Jesus. But entrepreneurship, for real, they do it, but it, the stress and the stress. The, the stress and just having to do the day to day is like unbearable because there are times when I have wanted to quit and there are times when I wanted to go back to a nine to five. Mm -hmm. But something in me is just Holy Spirit in me. I'm not, you're not, you're not something, but Holy Spirit in me is just motivating me and keeping me going down this path. So I don't know how people do it without them. Oh, it's, like, it's crazy. I don't know. And you said something the other day. Um, I challenged Lori to go live in the mom CEO group. So if you're not a part of that, go to Facebook, join the mom CEO group. And Lori said um, that God gave her this vision because you were talking about your 30 acres and you were like, I don't know why, but if he gave it to me, there is a purpose for this vision. Mm -hmm. And that really stuck out to me. And that kind of helped me realize the word because all I could see was God literally taking visions and putting it in us as if it's a baby and him hovering over the vision, making sure mm -hmm. it can pass. He's wow. like, it will come to pass. So you're 30 acres because God gave it to you and because you trust him enough, he's going to make sure it comes to pass. So now yeah. you don't even have to worry. The baby can't stay in the womb forever. Come on, Jesus. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Because it's been like it's been about two years, Jesus. Yes. I'm not no elephant. You know what I'm saying? Carry around this baby for years on end. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. No matter how long it takes, it doesn't no matter. No matter how long it takes. By the time I leave this earth. By the time you leave this earth, you're going to have the 30 acres plus more. Yes. By the time I leave this earth, unless Jesus come back and take us all, then I'll have I know. to about it. But <laughs> I know you'll have it in heaven. <laughs> I'll be cool with my mansion on the golden street. That's all right. <laughs> I'm good. But um, yeah, but by the time I leave, I don't care if it happens the day before. As long as I can leave it, my job is done. That's I know. I know that's right. Listen, this was such a good conversation. I it knew was. you were the right one, sis. Come on, do it. Come on, Father. Let's go. Yeah, yes. but if you enjoyed this conversation, we would love for you to um connect with us, the mom CEO coach on Instagram and Facebook, the six figure COO on Instagram and Facebook. You know, she changing her website name, so we'll drop that those links in the chat. But we are excited to have you. And if you are a mom CEO and you would love to be on this podcast, send us an email, momceocoach at gmail.com. And we'll make sure to have you as one of our guests because we would love to interview more mom CEOs. See how y'all out here making it and doing it and, you know, increasing your business and your family. You yes. know, we're not sacrificing either one. We do not want our businesses, you know, to go down to the ground. And we darn sure, I almost said the other one, don't want our families to suffer because we making, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten figures and they can't see us. No. Yes. We're going to have that. We're going to have Absolutely. the best of both worlds. So thank you for joining us. It's been a pleasure. Before you go. Yes, tell them. Because this is going to be on YouTube, we got to make sure that everybody subscribes. So click the button down below, leave a comment, like, share, so that you can know when our next video is going to be posted so you can get the notification. Hit that notification bell. But until next time, we'll see you later.
Come on with the CTA, sis. We'll talk about that next time. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye, <laughs>